Hey guys, it's Tyler. Thanks so much for tuning into the podcast today where we talk faith, family, and focus in your life and your leadership. You know, juggling all of these things, it is so hard to keep track. Sometimes our heart can become so restless under the stress and the responsibility of all these facets of life. And that's why I wrote my book, Restless, Finding Rest in a Restless World. You can go to my website and get a free copy of that book, a free paperback copy of that book at tylerarobertson.com slash restless. So if you haven't done that yet, head on over to my website and do that. Grab a free copy of that book, Restless, Finding Rest in a Restless World. And with that, let's dive into the episode. Welcome to the Navigators Podcast, the podcast that equips men and women to steer the course of biblical Christianity in our culture today. Each week, we discuss faith, family, and the cultural trends that are sure to impact the local church. Join Tyler Robertson as we study God's Word together. Do you love to do nothing? Yeah, me too. Sometimes, man, I just love to sit down, no responsibilities, nothing on the calendar, and just check out for a little while, right? I think we all like that. I jump into what my wife calls my nothingness box, right? I can just tune out the world around me. That's a superpower that all dads have. Women, they can't do that. They think they're thinking at all times, right? That's why they're always a step ahead of us guys, right? They're thinking at all times, but we guys, we can step into a nothingness box where literally we are just thinking about nothing at that moment. And I'll let you decide whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. But can that same principle apply to our Christian lives? I mean, is doing nothing in our Christian lives really doing nothing? Is there a neutral ground in our spiritual development? Is there a place where we can get to where we really can just slap the gear into neutral and we can just coast our way to glory? We can coast our way to Christ. And I would submit to you that there is no neutral ground in your spiritual development. You're either going up, you're growing closer to God, or you are declining in your growth. You are uh, stopping spiritual growth and spiritual development from happening in your life. And that process is called drifting. It's drifting away from the beaten path that God has set for your life. It's drifting away in your closeness to Christ. It's drifting away from the word of God. Drifting, as defined by the dictionary, is a gradual shift in position, an aimless course. It means to become carried along subject to no guidance or control. And did you catch that word? I said a gradual shift in position. It's not something that you turn around, man, you do a 180 and wow. It's just a huge difference, a huge shift. No, it is something that is gradual. It's something that is very subtle that can just creep its way into your life and you can begin to drift. This is one of the dangers of pleasure. We've talked about in weeks past the dangers of pleasure. And this, of course, is coming all from my book, Restless, Finding Rest in a Restless World. And we're diving into the things that we run to instead of Jesus. The reasons really why we are restless. And we've talked about one of them, and that's pleasure. Because we run to pleasure. Maybe we're restless because we run to pleasure instead of the person of Jesus Christ. And we're looking at specifically the danger of that. The danger of running to pleasure, running to comfort, running to ease instead of running to Jesus. And we looked at this several weeks ago. Uh, This has been 
we, we've kind of taken a little bit of a lapse and this has been off season for our podcast. And now I'm, I'm glad we can ramp things back up with this episode, just picking up right where we left off. But we talked about this several weeks ago that one of the, the, <clears throat> that one of the dangers of pleasure is distraction, right? It can become distracting, get you distracted, just get your eyes off. That's all it's got to do to get you drifting away, right? And we talked about distraction. Then we talked about dependency. So not just a pleasure becomes something that distracts you. Now it's something you become dependent on, right? You become dependent on that game on your phone, become dependent on social media to give you a dopamine hit, to give you satisfaction. And what are you ultimately doing? You're looking for that peace in your heart. You're looking for that rest that in your heart. And so we see the dangers of pleasure, distraction, dependency, and now we've come to this one. This is drifting. See the see the digression in all this, right? It's a distraction, just takes your eyes away. Dependency now takes your heart away. And then drifting, now you're actually moving in the wrong direction. See how this can abolish your rest? See how it can just throw away your rest of your inner man? We've got to be very careful. We've got to have our guard up when it comes to this thing of drifting. D.A. Carson, he said this, people do not drift toward holiness apart from grace given, excuse me, apart from grace driven effort. People do not gravitate toward godliness, prayer, obedience to scripture, faith and delight in the Lord. We drift toward compromise and we call it tolerance. We drift toward disobedience and call it freedom. We drift toward superstition and call it faith. We cherish the indiscipline of lost self-control and call it relaxation. We slouch toward prayerlessness and delude ourselves into thinking we have escaped legalism. We slide toward godlessness and convince ourselves we have been liberated. We cherish the indiscipline of lost self-control and call it relaxation. Think about that. I think this is so true. We do not drift toward spiritual development. We do not drift toward Christ. We must make him move toward Christ. Otherwise, we are drifting away from him. So really the question comes, how do I keep from drifting? Well, I think we want to answer some questions first. Before we get to how can I keep from drifting, we've got to answer some questions. And one of those, the first one being, why do we drift? Well, we mentioned it. Okay, maybe it's because of our restless heart, but I truly believe way deep down, this is kind of a deep dive here, but way deep down, why do people drift away from God? Why do people drift out of church? Why do people drift away from the closeness that they once had with Christ? I believe it's because they are not sure of their God-given purpose. Either they're not sure of their God-given purpose or they've lost sight of their God-given purpose. My friend, when you lose sight of the reason why God has put you on this planet. I believe that's when we start running to pleasures. That's when we start running to the things of this world because we have lost the amazingness, for lack of a better word. We have lost the love for Christ that we once have had and following his will and doing his will. We've lost sight of our God-given purpose. Therefore, we start to drift. Because when you lose sight of your God-given purpose, think about it. You lose sight of the direction of your life. If you're not living for God, then you've got to be living for something else. Your purpose and your direction are intimately tied. They're closely tied together. And so when you lose sight of your purpose, you lose sight of your direction. Charles Stanley, he says, when we lack direction, we don't simply stagnate. We continue to move and usually in an unhealthy direction. And I think that's very, very true. We're moving somewhere. 
right? When you drift, you are moving somewhere. It's just there is no guidance. There is no control of the Holy Spirit of God. It is by our own whim. It's by our own pleasure. It's by what we feel, what we think is right. And we know the Bible warns us against that, right? Because there is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. And so we've got to answer the question, why do we drift? And I think that's because we've lost sight of our God-given purpose. But not only that, I think we need to answer the question, what is your purpose? Okay, well, what is it? What is your God-given purpose? I really believe that people will not run to pleasures for rest if they find out what their purpose is, their God-given purpose is. So let me ask you the question. Are you today, in this moment, fulfilling your God-given purpose? Are you right now fulfilling your God-given purpose at work, at home, wherever it is, are you fulfilling your God-given purpose? So now that leads us to the question. So we answer the question, why do we drift? And then what is our purpose? So now we say, okay, I understand what my purpose is, right? I don't want to run to pleasures. I don't want to run to the things of this world. I run. I want to run to Jesus for my rest and I do not want to drift. So how do I keep from drifting? How do I keep? Number one, find spiritual anchors in your life. Find spiritual anchors in your life. There are people in my life that have made a huge impact and a huge difference in my life. Why? Because they anchored me when the winds and the waves of the world and the winds and wave of bad decision and the winds and waves of you name it came into my life of trials, came into my life. What happened? Someone was there to anchor me. Someone was there to help me. There is safety in the multitude of counselors, the Bible says. There's safety in that. There's safety there. There is a there is a gate. There is a wall. There is safety around you when you find anchors, spiritual anchors in your life. Who are the people in your life right now that are anchoring you? Who are the people in your life that they're not just as one author says, blowing sunshine at you, telling that everything's perfect. No, they tell you what you don't want to hear. They anchor you down when you have no direction, right? When you're wondering, hey, should I start this business? Should I do this? Should I do that? Who are the people in your life you can confide in? I think one way that you keep from drifting is accountability. It's finding spiritual anchors in your life. Find people in your life who will blow wind into your sails, but will also know when to throw out the anchor, right? They'll know when to propel you forward, but then they'll know when to throw out the anchor and to stop you from moving because you just need to wait. And then number two, I would say, how to keep from drifting. Number two, I would say, work to remember God's word. You know, when we settle our minds and our hearts in the word of God, right, that is settling us. We are established and settled when our minds are on his word, when we meditate on his word, when we dive into his word and we study his word, not just read his word, but when we study his word, we're, what are we doing? We're studying his heart. And by knowing his heart, we know what he wants us to do. And by knowing what he wants us to do, we know exactly where to go. Right? See how this all plays into our Christian development. It all plays into keeping us from drifting away from him. We've got to work on remembering his words. Hebrews 2.1 says, Therefore, we ought to give more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. 
set reminders on your phone or write it down on the shower walls. Whatever you got to do, try to remember the words of God. Keep it on the forefront of your mind, and I promise you, your feet will be settled, right? Your feet will be settled, your heart, your mind will be settled. And because you're diving into the heart of God, you'll know what he wants for your life. You'll know him, so you'll know his purpose, right? Work to remember God's word. So one, find spiritual anchors in your life. Two, if I'm going to keep from drifting, I got to work to remember God's word. And then three, encourage yourself in the Lord. People have asked before, you know, does God encourage us or are we supposed to get encouragement from other people or do we encourage ourselves? And I think it's all the above, right? God encourages us by his word and uplifts us, right? Our believers, our brothers and sisters in Christ, they lift us up. They encourage us. But there's an encouraging work I think that we need to do as well. And we see that in the life of David. He said, the Bible says in 1 Samuel 30 and verse 6, And David was greatly distressed, for the people spake of stoning him, because the soul of all the people was grieved, every man for his sons and for his daughters. But David, what? Encouraged himself in the Lord his God. And I think this kind of goes back to number two, of encouraging yourself in the Lord. You're reminding yourself of the promises of God. You're reminding yourself of the promises of God, the purpose that God's given you, right? You're encouraging yourself in the Lord. And in order to keep from drifting, you must continually encourage yourself. You must, and that's, and let me tell you what that's not real quick. Let me tell you what encouraging yourself is not. It's not looking yourself in the mirror and say, you got this. It's not looking yourself in the mirror and say, I am something or I can do this. No, it is, he can do this. I can get through this because he is with me. See the focus here? See, if the focus is on you, you will automatically drift, right? You will run to pleasure. When you're looking in the mirror, when the focus is inward instead of upward, right? Then you will drift in your Christian life. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to drift. I don't want to look years down the road and look back at my life and think, I missed a lot of blessing. I missed a lot of what God had in store for me because I chose pleasure over him. I chose pleasure over the relationships that really matter in my life. And I drifted as a result of it. So let me encourage you today. Find out what your God-given purpose is. Find out why you're drifting. Why are you getting further away? Because I guarantee you one thing, God has not moved, right? It's us that do all the moving. And then remember, how can I keep from drifting? Just these few practical tips. Find spiritual anchors in your life. Work to remember God's word and encourage yourself in the Lord. And you can stand firm. You can be anchored in his purpose for your life. And you can be settled. Thank you for listening to The Navigator's Podcast. Visit tylerarobertson.com and subscribe to our readers group for helpful articles, podcast updates, and book releases.
Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you want to read more articles, listen to more podcast episodes, or find more resources, you can go to tyleraroberson.com. tyleraroberson.com and subscribe to all of that. We would love to have you as a part of our community as we grow in our faith, family, and leadership focus.